Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 200 of the Maritime Paintball Podcast. My name is Brad O'Dell, and with me I have, for the time being, a Garner Lupo, and later, a special guest. I love the comments already coming in. People are telling me salutations, it's like the, the most sophisticated like hello I've ever been given. Being told that somebody just loves this shit. Uh, Chris Sheffalo getting in there, he's just like, let's do this. I'm like, yes, I'm way too short. Hold on, I gotta adjust my chair. All right, so yeah, um, episode two hundred. There's a lot. There's a lot happening today. One, we've got Garner Lupo who's going to talk about. Well, we have a special announcement that uh, myself and Garner Lupo are going to talk about. I'm going to just use your first name from now on, and then we got to do. Uh, at some point, I finally got my PB swag bag, so I got to open that up and uh, and talk about it, and then uh, after that. Eventually, some point, we're going to be uh, going live with uh, William Gordon from the OPPA, and we'll be uh, chatting with them, and just a lot of reminiscing. I've got a couple of funny little memories, funny uh, funny little whatnots that we're going to talk, uh, talk about, but first and foremost, let's talk about Garner. Garner, who the hell are you, and why are you on my podcast? I'm the owner of Defcon Paintball and Paintball Gear, one and the same. And uh, we got a couple things to talk about in the now, some some good stuff. So you're so tame, you're so timid. Yeah, <laughs> I'm timid for now. I, you know what is going to be the thing that shakes things up when Gordon gets on? I'm going to have to brace for impact because uh, that you got be you got to match it or you get burned up by it. That's what happens. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure Facebook's already uh, trying to match that bandwidth to see mm-hmm. that guy now. Yeah, Whatever. yeah, he's sing- he's gonna single handedly break my system. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So DevCon. Um, so that's a series of paintball fields. You have what? Is it two? Yeah, I have two fields. I have uh, two retail stores as well. We have an online store, and um, you know, overseeing that's basically what I do. It's my my that is my life. I don't do anything else. I don't have a day job. I don't have a nine to five. This is all I do. I think some would say running a store is a day job. Just, you know, throwing that out there. But uh... (laughs) there's there's a lot of guys out there, though, that like, you know, they have a day job like nine to five and then they'll go run a store at night, you know, which is a blessing power to them. But kind of like I I went all in on this thing. So when I say that's all I do, like I put my time in to make sure this is this is my life. Right. Yeah. No, I hear you. Yeah. Like that is that is more. You have more to do than most people. You have more to do in a day than most people do in a week. Um, I've been to one of your fields. I was one of your fields ages ago for uh, back actually when Milsig uh, launched the Tempest magazine. Yeah, absolutely. So that was a cool time. That was the first time I ever played an indoor field. Uh, That was a ton of fun. I learned very quickly not to touch the walls. And... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's a thing that's a thing for sure i was like i was like i leaned one time i was like <laughs> and i just like slid <laughs> like, okay cool don't touch the walls of the indoor field got it okay um uh, but it was a blast it was a good time you win at some point <laughs> yeah yeah no but it was a ton of fun playing uh playing in the uh i don't know it was like culverts i think it was just a field made of culverts and sand uh absolute blast I had a good time so I had a thought and I lost it. It's going to be one of those shows. Um, basically, so when you came on, that location was basically just opening. Oh, yeah? You saw it probably in its infancy. Yeah, oh, it well, then I'll, just, I'll have to make it come back. Me, oh, yeah, absolutely. It took me like 
a little while to open that location up that that township is such sticklers like i had to like submit a lot of documentation just to get paintball to be even permitted to be used out there so when that you came sense. in i th literally think evan reached out to me then and he's like you know we want to announce this product and we did an event out there and it was pretty good we had a good showing so yeah, it was a good time. I uh, That was actually when I got to play with the SMG, which I thought was an absolute blast, and the Tempest Mag was really cool. But we're not here to talk about Milsig. So, Absolutely not. Um, I don't know if I want to talk more about you or if I just want to announce it, and then we'll go into that. I think that's what we'll do. So uh, starting, I guess, today, this moment, this instant, uh, DEFCON Paintball will be uh, one of the sponsors for the Maritime Paintball Podcast. So, how awesome is that? I no? think that's awesome. All right, there we go. I'm waiting for a cheer, and I just realized nobody can cheer. And, <laughs> and like, Gordon's not on here to be a cheer. Gordon, right yeah, now, so. I don't have... I, you know what I was going to do? I was going to go to the store oh. and get those little, like, pop-it things. There's like, kind of thing, and I totally <laughs> forgot. I completely forgot. But, yeah. So, super stoked. I'm very excited. I know uh, DEFCON is one of the more reputable... Uh, locations there's there's some sketchy you know paintball sites out there and uh it's nice to know that you know defcon among many others in canada are staying legitimate and not doing some weird shady practices where you you order something and then you just go dark until the product arrives yeah it happens i ordered something for it does it suck off someone's site and i've never gotten the product so you know there's that yeah, see what i mean right there we go <laughs> So, sorry, reading some of these comments coming through. Somebody's watching us while they're on the can. Um, That's great. That's the best place to watch. Um, I had I had actually had that happen one time during. Luckily, it wasn't live. It was back when the show was pre-recorded, and the dude was on the can during while we were chatting with him. And I was just like, "Bro, <laughs> like I I had to cut out like six minutes of audio." <laughs> <laughs> he was live on the show just dropping a yeah except it wasn't luckily we weren't we weren't um we had we weren't live like we were just recording oh, back in the okay. day before facebook live and stuff so luckily i could go back and re-edit the audio and just like you know cut back some a few pieces of audio and uh, fuck it was funny but yeah so i'm super pumped to uh you know to have defcon part of the the sponsor Part of the team? I don't know. Part of the team. Let's say part of the team. That sounds very uh, synergyist. You know what I mean? Like the fancy corporate words. But well, uh, we're only, that's only half the sponsorship. You haven't even talked about the other one yet. That's well, I was getting September there. Event. I was getting there. Gotta come uh, all out, man. Gotta come <laughs> out. Just lay it on them, and then we talk about it. <laughs> yeah, lay them on, and then the questions are going to fly in. So, on top of DefCon Paintball uh, sponsoring the podcast, they're also going to be sponsoring the. Canadian MAGFEG competition uh, helping us out with a few things, which means that uh, at the event there will be uh, first strikes and smokes that I'm not entirely sure how I'm going to divvy them out yet, but <laughs> we're going to figure it out. Uh, but if I can figure it out the right way, you know what? Whoever's shooting first strikes at the Canadian MAGFEG competition may not have to pay for them, and uh, anybody who wants to throw a smoke may not have to pay for it. All thanks to this dude on my left. So that's pretty cool. That's actually awesome. Uh, I was blown away. I'm sitting, I was actually at work ignoring my day-to-day -day job 
messaging this guy because he was just <laughs> like, yo, what are we doing with the sponsorship? I'm like, hold on, all right. Like talking to my boss, I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, like more important paintball shit to deal with. Like that was that was my day. Like what was it? Was it a Friday? I think it was Friday. Thursday or I don't Friday. Know. Every day's Friday, I guess, to me. But you know what, Brian Nightmare just said he's gonna fly back for that. So that makes things even more exciting. So I think you need to do that, Brian. Yeah, absolutely. You need to go back to that event. You need to. Grassroots. Uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. that has to be one of the, uh, you know, his fancy 100,000 subscriber. You need to sell that silver play button that you're going to get to pay for your flight to come play at my event. That's what you need to do. You know you what he needs that to do? To you need, I you made you. To, he has to <laughs> shoot that thing. He has to shoot it. Just take it out, out mm. of the plaque and just shoot the hell out of it. Video it like no one's done that yet. No, yeah, you got to shoot the hell out of it and then put it back into its frame. Yeah. Right? Slim got hit. Slim got his. He didn't do that, but you know, I think he could still do it. He still has his. So right. You know what? Slim could watch this and just be like, "I'm gonna do it before Brian gets a chance to." And then Brian is just gonna be following, you know, following Slim. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, super pumped. Uh, very excited, and uh, it's gonna be awesome. I'm just, I love it. I can't wait. the The idea that I'm gonna be able to hold an event. And it not be completely duct taped together. <laughs> it's going to be <laughs> badass. The photos are going to be epic because there should be, if I did the numbers right, uh, then if I did the numbers right, everybody should get one. Like every person, not just teams. Every person should get one. Now, if there's more than that many people show up, well, I'm still going to be happy. It just means that you guys are going to have to figure out who gets the, the throw smoke and who doesn't. But it's going to make the photos look great. Which is going to be, which is like, let's be honest, it's like 90% of the reason why everyone's out there. Right. So, but yeah. So that's, I'm excited. I'm pumped. I'm uh, not entirely sure what I'm supposed to say, but I am excited. It's going to be a good time. I think a lot of good things are going to come out of this. I don't know what yet, but. It's going to be good, whatever it is. I, I can tell you what you need to say. Like To do this is like giving you the opportunity to be able to grow it out there because other than Ontario and Quebec, you know, That's to true. grow MagFed is, is something that, you know, I don't mind being a part of. I like being a part of it because it just gives the people the opportunity to come in and play and try it out if they haven't tried it or participate in it. It just makes it a little bit more yeah, reachable, right? Yeah, exactly. We're going to make it bigger. We're going to make it. I have a dream that the Canadian MagFed competition will be Canada-wide, and it's going to start in the Maritimes for once. It's not going to be something that started in Ontario or started in Quebec. It's actually going to start in the East for once, and it's going to go West. <clears throat> and that's what's going to happen. And you're all going to have to actually visit me in my home province. None of this me driving 12 hours four times a year to see you guys. You're going to have to come East and hang out with me. And you're not going to want to leave. It's the Maritimes. I, I hate to tell you, but... I believe it. Right? It's a good time. Uh, we have some amazing fields here. Uh, Meg Hill Paintball is going to be the perfect spot to keep this thing going. They are like the tiny nuke town. It's perfect. So, and I'm uh, <laughs> being told I need a beer sponsor and a beard oil sponsor. I'm working on the beard oil. The dude just won't return my emails. But uh, a beer sponsor would be pretty cool. Except I don't know how that would work. I really don't want this to be like, I would hate for this to be sponsored by like Coors 
or something. Oh, you need would... you need like a microbrewery, man. Right. Like microbrewery. Yeah. Exactly. Except New Brunswick's liquor laws are so stupid. It makes it so difficult to get anything made in this area shipped out to Ontario, Quebec. So it would just sort of be pointless, unfortunately. Gotcha. So, because, yeah, here, I don't know how it works in other provinces, but here, like, if you make beer, you've got to sell it to the liquor corporation and then buy it back from the liquor corporation to then sell it to your customer. So stupid. Yeah, that's how it works. It's a crown corp. It's a government-owned corporation. So, yeah. That's why we all skip the border to Quebec to buy beer. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So, um... Canadian Megfed Competition and this podcast sponsored by DEFCON Paintball. DEFCON, we're just going to call it DEFCON Paintball, but I'm going to throw the link in every once in a while. It's defconpaintballgear.ca. Com. Uh, sorry, com. My bad. And uh, I believe I saw somewhere on some really noisy guy's uh, Facebook page that apparently you have command masks on, on special. I do. I do. Which I'm hoping to get my hands on once very, very soon. They're a nice mask. They, uh, they are like, we tried one out before really anyone had them on their shelves and they're, you can hear each other a lot better. It doesn't sound muffled and stuff. You, I don't know if any of you saw our YouTube video we did on it, but like, that was like, when we demonstrated, that was live. That's exactly it. There was no editing, no post-processing. That was actually awesome. Alex's voice. <laughs> Sorry. Not Zach like just- some like like we recorded it afterwards somewhere else and he's just like oh you know just overlay no nothing like that no you guys didn't do any shady practices shady filming no man no no we don't do that <laughs> we don't do that i'm glad and that's why i'm glad to be working with you um yeah it's it's great it's gonna be awesome i'm gonna hang around your tent it's gonna be really awkward i'm not gonna know what to do with my hands it's um, gonna be like this. What do I do? Hi, let's go. No, actually, I'm gonna be doing a shitload of interviews. Is what I'm gonna be doing in the next two events that I'm going to Ontario for. Can't wait. Super stoked. Um, so it's gonna be awesome. I'm pumped. And yeah, I don't know where to go from here, but it's gonna be great. So we've got time. I don't know where William is. I've lost him uh, in the ether. That happens from time to time. He's just gone completely dark. So. Anyways, we'll carry on. We're going to talk about DEFCON. We're going to talk about um, for a little bit, and then I'm going to do PB Swag Bag, and then we're going to talk about some memories from the podcast because I got some hilariousness. Because you have to take off in like 10. Nah, 15, whatever. 15, whatever, you know. You're the boss. It's not like you have a boss to answer to, right? (laughs) Well, kids. (laughs) That's what I answer to. (laughs) Okay, I'll take that answer. I thought you were going to bust out like that. Well, you know, my the customer is my boss. No. Uh, nonsense, but uh, yeah, let's talk DEFCON. How long has it been around? 11 years, Jesus Christ. Started when I was 23, fresh out of college. Oh, yeah, back yeah. when paintball was a lawless wasteland. <laughs> I well, no, I guess started 11 years at, wasn't that long ago. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that, that long ago at all. It was 2007 we started, took us a little while to build. And bro, you started a company the year before the economy crashed. I didn't know it was going to crash. Like that's, no, but that's like, that's hard mode and you've made it this long. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's right. like, right. Yeah. if you're going to start anywhere, you might as well start when everything collapses around you and then you just be like, fuck it, let's rebuild. You know what it was like really crazy is like, even though that that all happened, 
we still didn't do too bad it was like more people wanted to go out and like maybe forget about the hardships and stuff like that and do something different and that makes sense i like that and then like that whole time i was like there's so many birthday parties and stuff were coming in like i didn't see a lot of owners that year but when things started getting better that's like when a lot more equipment or started coming out because i guess maybe their financial situation got a little better but like parents were relentless adults huh. were relentless like it was it was crazy and like I, I remember reading articles about it afterwards too even during like some other hardships and recessions and stuff like that entertainment facilities is what really thrived during that time because people wanted to be distracted that makes sense i guess yeah like i mean you know i guess uh a day of paintball is probably cheaper than i don't know a day of daycare i don't know i don't know how much daycare costs but um yeah. <laughs> i don't know but yeah, I could see that. I could see people want to be distracted. So it's really cool. 11 years. 11 years now, you got two stores, two fields, and a website. So that's badass. Oh, excuse me. Um, now, I know you've went to... Last year, I saw you at Honey Badger. Right. Any... What's the next... Like, what's your upcoming big event that you're heading to? So we're going to do Wolverine, which the same weekend as Honey Badger, which, yeah. you know, Wolverine is three placement event this year. So we're doing that. We are supporting the event with uh, buy 600 for strikes, get 150 free. Um, and that's going for 210 Canadian. Um, so that's the, I, that's the event we're focusing in on. We don't really do anything before that because um, there's not, we're trying to focus on more on MagFed events this year. Like the big event, the big games we're going to, uh, I think we're probably gonna hit up with Sega in August at the, their big game. And then in uh, October, we'll do Battle Royale at- um, Sweet. That's on my to-do list. So. Yeah, you got to hit that one up, man. It was a pretty good time. I've never been to Flag Raiders. It's like one part of it is one I need to go. I haven't seen Ashley in ages, so I gotta. I have to have a pint with him. Um, and then also just never been to Flag Raiders, so I've got to check out that field. So, Yeah, man. You know what? Like We went last year, and I didn't know what to expect. I've been there for like speedball events and stuff like that, too. And I know Todd and Joe, they generally put on a, a pretty good showing when they went out. And it was great. You know what I liked about it is they ran the OPL that same weekend. They ran a MagFed game and a big game that same weekend. So like, it's kind of like the evolution of like where I thought paintball would go in terms of big games, more of a festival than just like a big game simulation style cool. event. Like the, 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 the whole like paintball festival thing is like where it's at. Cause like people are coming by our booth and they're like, they're, you know, they're buying things they're checking out the tent or, you know, they see mag fed equipment, they see speedball equipment. Cause I brought some, cause I knew that was what was going to be there that weekend, yep. but it was just so busy. It's just like, it's a great way almost to end the year with like this big tournament the speedball tournament and then this weekend of big games the entire time. Like, I don't, I think it was like a perfect ending to a season. No, that's perfect. I love, I love the idea of a party <laughs> with a paintball problem. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. what I, I love it. Like um, D day is cause I, you know, that's probably D day is the biggest game I've ever been to. Uh, and that's, I, everyone always says, you know, like, Oh, well there's too many people on the field. I'm like, ah, don't worry about that part. Worry about, all the cool people you get to see and there's booths set up and different stuff and people bust out the weirdest gear at these big games. Like I seen one dude rocking like the single loaded, like brass Eagle from like 1984. That's amazing. You know, I don't know if he got any eliminations, but the guy was running around. He had like four tubes and he was like single loading and like single loaded and boom. And it was just, 
it was great seeing the weirdest shit at those t- at those uh, games. Just oh, gets me going. And uh, yeah, the idea of a festival like a paintball festival is just it's perfect. That's the perfect way to put it. It's just absolutely fantastic. Um, now we're getting a question here. Dave Fraser in the market for some Magfid gear in the near future. Any suggestions? I bet you I know what you're gonna say. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna tone in on this one because I'll have a bias stance. But anyways, you go for it. Oh. All right. My honest opinion is try them all. Try them all. I have tried all but one. <laughs> uh, technically two. Yeah. So I've tried them all but two, and uh, but you got to try them all out because I mean, like, I have a TGR two cooking around here somewhere in pieces. There's part of it here. But I don't know where the rest of it went. <laughs> There's the back block. But like, um, I've you know I've got a TGR two. I tried a Milsig M17 and it wasn't for me. And then I moved to a 468 and it wasn't for me. And then you know then the new 468 came out and that was a little bit better. And you know I think I've tried a SAR 12 and I was like this is really cool. I'm not spending twelve hundred dollars. Um, Tried the die dam. I thought that thing was a monster. It was a beast. Again, too expensive for my taste. I was like, nah, I'm not going to spend that kind of money when I have a TGR2 that works. Uh, TMC, great little marker. A little limited for me because it is an entry level. So I was just sort of like, eh, it's like putting training wheels back on. And the T15, I have not had my hands on yet. So, which is really surprising because there's like three of them in the Maritimes that own one. I don't know why I haven't tried it yet. Maybe I'll do that this weekend. Um, but yeah, try them all out, try them and find one that fits you. Cause you, you know, like for me, the four, six, eight shot great. It was the mags. I hated the mags. The fact that I had to basically like gut punch the marker to get the V one helix mags into the well was just, it killed it for me. Um, right. So, but yeah, it, it's, uh, <laughs> Zach Joseph, he's saying he saw the dude with a single shot brass Eagle at D day. <laughs> <laughs> Um, dude is a monster. So yeah, try them all out, man. Try as many as you can and then go from there. And, uh, normally I'm an advocate for buying, like for certain things I'll say buy used, um, soft goods, soft goods are okay to buy used markers, you know, buying used is usually okay, but like, I don't know. I feel like if they're selling it. There's, there's a chance there's something wrong with it. Don't inherit somebody else's problems unless you're 100% sure that you can fix it or you're willing to put money in it in case it is busted. I don't know. Just go buy go buy new. And then if you can't afford it, then don't buy it. <laughs> like, oh, holy crap. Somebody came in. With like, I think it's that. Oh, my God. Zero warning. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? I got I got sky. That's what I got. I got a whole lot of sky. You guys gotta fix your camera angle. Yeah, we're gonna set this up. We're setting this up right now. Jesus Christ! A whole bunch of sky and just a smile that I can't see. Right. Uh, What's up, big sexy? How you doing? (laughs) So okay, this is this is this is the perfect manifestation of like a view into William Gordon's mind. He's like, we're gonna go live while we're setting up the camera, like like like. He could have just he could have set it up and then hit live. No, no, he hits the live button and then starts fiddling with the fucking camera and the phone. Yeah, this is better than all good. Oh well. 
This is this is Okay, hold on. There it is. How's the angle? Love it. We're just gonna just gonna mute him until he figures his shit out. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that sounds good to me. <laughs> look at this. Oh, look, we got the fire. Probably nothing. Alright, we're gonna keep him muted for a bit. <laughs> we got, we got a shoveling, we got plastic chairs next to an open fire. That's not smart. <laughs> Gordon, you're forgetting the gasoline bud. Right? I'm loving the TP of flammable material. That's great. Like, just, I don't understand what's going on. Okay. Is he trying to talk? God, he looks so serious. Okay, no, I'm keeping him muted until, like, I'm. Gordon, you got, William, you got you to gotta wave at me when you're ready to talk, but I'm keeping you muted for until you're done fiddling with the camera. Um,. People are losing their shit. Uh, <laughs> he's been, he's the hashtag deer whisperer. Have you seen his latest video where he tried to like set, set deer up with a bunch of beats headphones? I can't stop watching him. This is like chaos incarnate. No. <laughs> we see one leg. He's a flammable item, all right. Thank you. I'm Colin, I need you here, bud. Oh. It's like, oh, oh my God, God. Just what is going on? What have I, what have right. I done? This is you, dude. I had nothing to do with this. I know. I know. Look at the smile, though. Look at that smile. Okay. So, <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, you're going to burn it. You're going to put it out. All right, it's muted. We're, <laughs> we're muted for now. <coughs> Party time. All right. I got to fix the camera because he is way out of frame. All right, two seconds there, bud. I got to fix your camera angle. You're all you're all messed up. So. But where were we? What were we saying? Something, something, something. I forget now. There's only two of you in frames to deal with it. Um... Which two? Um, the on your right. <laughs> okay, well, you have to stack behind us. And well, no, we'll figure. Turn the screen. We'll figure it out later. It's fine. Um, where were we? I've totally forgotten. I don't remember. Oh yeah, getting a marker. Try them all out. That's <laughs> that was what I had to say. Um. Somebody, Andrew Days, what to do with airsoft guns? Sell them. That's what you do. You sell them and William, you, buy, you buy paintball William, guns. William should have been casted as the Joker in the latest Gotham. I'm not smart enough. <laughs> he got the smile, though. <laughs> yeah. He does have that I'm smile. Like He's got that, like... Man. I just burst through the wall and go, oh, yeah. Big yeah, smile. See that? All right. I'll buy the costume if you wear the Kool-Aid Man outfit at D-Day. You know what? I've, I've worn worse. Oh, I'm in. Oh, yeah. I'll be red Kool-Aid, he can be blue Kool-Aid, and we'll just sumo wrestle at 50. the Kool-Aid. Oh, right? There we go. Problem solved. We'll bust out, like, the 90s stuff that changed color, and halfway through, you guys will switch sides. <laughs> We're laughing. Um, let's, okay. So, for those who don't know, William Gordon here is uh, uh, the, the brains behind the OPPA and PlayerFirst.ca, which is an entire episode to try and explain exactly what it is, but... 
We're, we'll get there. Yeah. We'll do that one day. We're and... like the guy in the green hat behind Snoop Dogg in old school. We're just there to encourage and uh, hype it up. Yeah, they are professional hype men. Now, um, <laughs> what was it? Oh, my God. I'm so out of – I have no idea what's going on anymore. I've lost total control of this podcast. So – Welcome gentlemen to episode 200 <laughs> right yeah exactly it's, it's <laughs> episode 200 is the incarnate of everything this podcast has ever been through back in the day holy crap before i actually had like stage presence and could just talk into a microphone it would take me like 15 minutes to get going like it was bad it was it was just like the verbal equivalent of not being able to get it up <laughs> like, well thanks for getting it up for us brad anytime for you buddy um actually you know what specific just just for you because it is episode 200 i decided to dress up a little bit so uh, i don't know if you can oh, see Brad, i got the yes, Brad. Oh. Brad, i dressed up too because this one is, this episode is going to involve cooking and i'm a cook so i wore my chef's uh coat. look at that Brad, we th- neglected to tell you that we're actually for episode 200 in honor of you hosting a cooking show from the bonfire Josh here has brought everything he needs to make hamburgers, and we will be making them during the broadcast. I will also have a very fancy apron on today. He's a fancy boy. He wears fancy aprons. This is a fancy show, Brad. We're super excited to be here. Awesome. It is a fancy show. Now, with that, well, with the show, we've got to talk about, i got to talk about some cool stuff. I've got to, let's, let's do the PB swag bag. Let's get that done and over so I can stop staring at it. It's been in my house for a week. Also, I'm having trouble breathing, so if I pass out, somebody call 911. Um, Dude, CPR. Do you need CPR? Yeah, we'll be there in four to eight hours, depending so, on that. So, they brought back the blue bag. So, uh, what's in the swag bag today? I don't know. We're going to find out. This is like Mr. Dress Up. Man, this is like a tickle trunk you got going on here. I'm very excited. Right? So, I'm gonna, okay, there's going to be a whole lot of crinkling into the microphone. Um, I was told by Tim Banks, he said that it was awesome and that I would love it. All right. Let's get the bag out of the way. First and foremost, this month brought to us by PB Swag Bag. This is kind of cool. They've start like, they've repackaged them funny. They're not. Garner. God, you're as white as I am. What the hell was that? I don't know what happened. <laughs> uh, this is actually pretty sweet. It's uh cool. All right, so this week they or this month they've included a barrel swab, a super swab. <laughs> don't worry, I brought it back up there. What's super about it, Brad? The fact that Brad has it. Yeah. Double. Talk about getting it up. Does, any, does anybody actually use the thing to pull the paint out of the barrel, or do yeah. we all just go straight to that? I no, think we all... I, 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 I use the thing. So I have the, I have the HP one. The HP one, they're like, nobody cares about this, so we're going to put it on. When you pull it through, it actually activates back and pulls it up. Super cool. HP yeah, I've got, I've got the, barrels, the barrel made, and uh, it does actually work really well, because I found with... Especially if you had, like, if you broke a full ball, or if you had, like, two breaks in a row, you just, like, slam this in, and it just came out caked. And you're like, well, that's totally fucking useless that's, that's, that's that piece of <clears throat> uh we've got 
a lanyard. I don't know what to do with it. I might have to be one of those guys that carries a lanyard in his pocket now. Right. You gotta carry it out of your pocket, like ninety-five percent out. Is that one me? <laughs> yeah. Dude, ship it to me. I love those. These why? Are sweet. Why should I ship it to you? Give me one good oh. reason why I should ship it to you. Yeah, I'm making you a burger. Today. Subscribe to PB Swag Bag. Use code whatever. MPP10. There it is. Holy shit. Okay, Exalt knows what they're doing. Check it out, okay? We got a barrel, we got a ball sizer, right? What's that Not thing on the bottom? Is that for, like, where was that? What? What? Like, you can hook to hang it on, or? That? Oh, for sodas. Yeah. For, it's for opening soda bottles. Yes. Old-timey root beer. Yeah, absolutely. How useful. As useful as sizing a ball at the paintball field. Yeah, and it comes with a tape cutter. I've, I don't know what that means. I guess, like, I don't know. It's a tape cutter. But, like, you having a tough time with boxes of paint? Oh, shit, that's what it is! I just like, punch mine. I just use I those little ninja. those little finger, those plastic things, like, when I'm doing my taxes. That's how I get through, because I shoot so much paint. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, I was trying to figure out, I'm like, why would they include a tape cutter? I'm like, what the hell's the point of a tape cutter? But that's it, it's cutting open boxes of paint. <laughs> that's awesome. And then, the, oh, wait, we got a sticker! I got an exalt sticker. Mm. It's a heavy duty sticker too. I don't even. Do, I don't know what I'm gonna do with it. I'll figure something out. And a barrel wrap. Ooh, barrel wraps. Oh, that's kind of nice. Right? Oh, I love that green. I love the exalt green. God, it's so nice. Now all I need is more than one barrel, and I can, do, <laughs> I can effectively you use this. Perfect orange one for your not for the mini, right? Yeah, except it's, well, you know, it's on the mini. Oh, you know what? I guess if I take the mini and the KP3, I could, you know. <gasps> there we go. I have multiple barrels. Anyways, this is actually really cool. I've seen this on Exalt's website, and I thought about getting one, but I decided against it. But, uh, yeah, it's actually really neat. You just slide your barrel in. It holds a 16-inch barrel in place. You're laughing. So, that's super cool. That's everything out of the bag. This month's bag was actually pretty legit. When you I mean, say it with that disbelief, like, oh, yeah, it's surprisingly good. Like, it seems like you got some really good stuff out of it in previous ones as well. I did. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, last month's was, like, they're all good. As far as I'm concerned, like, I just love surprises. I love opening packages and being like, shit, this is now mine. Um, you know, the, the, the GI Sports t-shirt that made me feel really small, that was a really good feeling. And, uh, <laughs> like, you know. And I, I love this hat. Like, I wear this hat every day. I love this hat. Um, and uh, the, the head wraps, all that stuff is really good. It's just, like, they went above and beyond. There's a shitload of cool Exalt stuff. So. Exalt just makes a whole lot of cool shit all the time. They really do. Like it's, it's and all useful stuff. You know all who useful. else makes a lot of also exactly the same cool stuff? Valken, but later. I'm just Did you say Vulcan, but later? <laughs> Paintball Taylor. Paintball Taylor does. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I couldn't, I could not do it. That new goggles. Shots fired. Oh, no, no, I love so him. I love him. I love him. <clears throat> That's fine. You can still fire shots if you love him. I, sh I fire shots at Nightmare every day. Like, come on. I'm <laughs> poking fun of that kid every time I can. But, like, I don't know if I can show you this on the camera, but, like, look at the material. It's got this, like, diamond pattern on it. It's fucking neat. Anyways, this is awesome. This is going in the pile of paintball gear that I have growing in the side of my room. 
Yo, have you mentioned Nightmare's uh, Nightmare's accomplishment as YouTube thing? Yeah, he did it last week. Was that no? He hadn't hit it yet. This what? was like a recent in the last couple days. He, yeah, he hit it. I was there. Believe it or not, I was there when he hit a hundred thousand. I unsubscribed. <laughs> and I and I and I and I screen capped it. And then as soon as I resubscribed, he had like eight more subscribers. I was like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> didn't last nearly as long as I had hoped it would, but yeah, you know, big, big shout out to Nightmare for hitting a hundred thousand. Um, fun fact, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, let me see if I can, uh, if I can, if I can fire up uh, an image. We actually brought him on the show ages ago, and I mean ages ago, like episode. He was on the show when I was on the show, probably about two years ago for D Day. Um, no, this was before, this was longer than that. This was like about two years ago. Um, we brought him on the show because he had the accomplishment of 13,000 subscribers. Which by the way, is still a huge thing to all the, all the guys getting out there just running for subs every day. Like in today's algorithms, like that's, that's, oh yeah. Absolutely, but it was just hilarious because we all came on. Also, can we all take a look at uh, like how ghetto this podcast looks right now? Um, oh wow, <laughs> this is really classy. So, bunch <laughs> moment. Um, yeah, we brought him on for like thirteen thousand subscribers. We were like, "Holy shit, that's a huge accomplishment!" Now he's at a hundred thousand, and he's all like nonchalant. He's just like, "Yeah, whatever," you know. No, that's a lie. He's actually like like shaking like a nervous dog. He's that excited. Um, but yeah, huge accomplishment on his part, <clears throat> no matter what. And uh, super proud of the guy. Where am I? I lost my spot. There we go. And uh, but yeah, super super pumped. Um, I wanted something else. I wanted to talk about. And I forgot what it was. I don't know. PB swag bag, nightmares doing well. He loves yeah. shooting shots at him. Bill's growing a beard. I'm working on growing a beard. It's been two and a half years. It's coming in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Marie, Marie from Commando once described me as having the nicest groomed beard in paintball, and I think that that means like a lot because I rarely groom it. So it's just really <laughs> close cropped on its own. There, that's fine. That's all you need. What I'm going to do, I'm going to start a new organization. Basically, this, those of us that can, we're going to grow our beards out really long. And then we'll cut them and donate them to people like you. That's nice. <laughs> that shot's fired. Yeah, that like, shot's fired. Like, realistically, like, look at this. Look. Okay, hold on. I could easily just be, like, like right there, right? And you could have, like, that much beard. Yeah. So, I could donate it to you. No big deal. I can't hear her, though. I can hear mumbling, but I can't. Good, good, good. We're like discussing fire dynamics. It's getting real serious over here. It's almost time to cook. Yeah. Emily, she's Ooh. the chief pyrotechnic engineer. Yes. Oh, gotcha. Uh, okay. Also, not licensed. No, but she's also the one that keeps me sane and organized. In line, in line is the way to go. But... I have no oh. such overlord. <laughs> That's fine. You know what? Well, that's just going to slow you down, bud. Anybody who's going to get like safety protocols, slow things down. That's so, no, man. First three rules of paintball are safety, safety, mask on. What? No. <laughs> what? No. Is that what he just Sorry. said? <laughs> just 
like, what is this? Oh man, dude, you have a hammock over We're in Lanark. We're in Lanark right now, and that's, I guess, how they play. Fashion second, business third. No, it's simple. It's easy. Like, right? So, can we get a confirmation on that? I don't think that's true. Safety first. Confirmation on what? Like the, the the three rules of paintball were safety first, fashion second, business third, as described by Josh. Yeah, that sounds yeah. about right. Yeah, it does. I don't know. I'm. Those are the same rules as dojo, right? Same rules. Universal. Safety first, fashion second. Those are life rules. Paintball's teaching us both. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, William, I don't know if you you heard the news. From earlier, were you paying attention or were you too busy like arguing over fire dynamics? Probably arguing over fire dynamics. Emily's correct. So, as of today, I don't know if I already told you this or not. I don't think I told anybody this or not. I'm gonna stop playing with this steak knife. Um, is that we, uh, Garner here, Defcon Paintball, is officially a sponsor of the Maritime Paintball Podcast. Lovely. That's wonderful news. Fantastic. It's uh, it's awesome hearing it from like from. Let me put on my my OPPA hat. Uh, that's awesome hearing that fields are investing in players and not just a, a sponsorship role where it's like, hey, you get X discount, but really trying to, to empower guys like you that are out there bringing in new players, talking about the sport, engaging people over the winter. Um, I think that's that's awesome, and I think Garner's really doing the right stuff down at DefCon to to make that happen. So thank you, and thanks Garner, and thank you to have 200 episodes, Brad, of, of sharing this uh, great info out. Right. Also, he's going to be. Uh, Defcon Pimple is also sponsoring the Canadian Make Fit competition. Oh, that's awesome. Even better. So everybody's shooting T15s this year. <laughs> it's possible. High fives are already going out. Don't tease me. <laughs> <clears throat> that's actually the dream. That is actually the dream for the Canadian Make Fit competition. One of the dreams is uh, a fleet. To have a fleet of markers. That's Canadian Naval competition at that point, bud. <laughs> So, all right, guys, I'm out. I gotta take off. Oh yeah, see, we start talking about stuff like that, and he's like, "I'm out, boy. Later, guys. See you later. <laughs> later, later, thanks, dude. Brad, thanks for having me on, and uh, good luck rest of the show. Thanks, man. Cheers. Okay, bye. See you, Gunner. Take care, man. There we go. Okay, now we can now we can sit you guys up so I can see you guys properly. Um, <clears throat> we just had to we just had to get rid of Garner. He just he just wouldn't leave. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it's awesome. He's it's what it is. It's uh, 1,200 first strike rounds and uh, 20 smokes. That's dude. That's like a year of magfed. Exactly. Or if you're nightmare PV, an hour and a half. Like a, like a half round of smokes of magfed. <laughs> yeah. Right. Only guy I've seen where two of the Nola Gay take the, the hang tens. He hangs 20 when he's out there sometimes. I'm seeing Jesus. Um, the uh, so the. the the hopeful part is I'm hoping if I did the numbers right is that uh, that anybody shooting first strikes at the CMC won't have to pay for them. They'll just show up and I'd be like, yo, here's your ration. Nice. Or you're oh, getting yeah. people addicted to first strikes by giving them just the first taste. I don't care either way. I love it. it. Either way, it works, right? Either way, everybody wins. And then the smokes, if I did the numbers right, every person or every other person is going to be like, here's a smoke. And they'd be like, like throw it. Fire team. Yeah, exactly. Like you have to throw this. I don't care when or how but you have to use it the photographer is relying on it because you only look good when you're faded out by like bright blue smoke rule two of paintball just ask josh fashion second fashion second fashion second love it um hey you know what speaking of uh, paintball and photographers I, I believe it was either today or yesterday is sheldon carlos's birthday 
So was the it? guy behind the camera, nobody's shooting him. He's been featured in like an amazing empire. He was like an EBS ad not too long yeah. ago. Yeah. OPPA member Dylan. Oh my goodness, I can't pronounce his name. Del Rui. I'm just going to mumble it and hope, he, so hope he's right. If he's here, comment. But he was featured in ad rocking his EBSs. Dive put something up not too long ago with Dreadcam that was shot by Sheldon. Like, guy is everywhere. And like, I'm pretty sure it's his 29th birthday. Right? No, nice. Nice. Almost yeah. 30. Almost 30. Yeah. Either almost 30 or almost 50. He's one of the two. I can't tell. Paintball keeps you young. It's, you know, yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's just split it down the middle and say almost 35. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. He, he's either almost 35 or almost just past 35. Either way. But the man takes amazing photos and you never know he's there. Yeah, he's, he's like a baller. I mean, he's sneaky. He's in the bunkers with you. Yeah. He's right down there. I think it's like a, a ProFlex he's got on. Or yeah. Flex. yeah. The ProFlex is. Yeah, the ProFlex. Josh runs ProFlex. Right. He's got the yeah. He's got the oh, ref roll. <laughs> got the ref roll going on. He's got the ref. He's got the ref. <clears throat> But yeah, yeah it's uh, that's awesome. Glad to know, you know, that's super awesome. I'm looking forward to seeing him again. He's a great photographer. Like, holy shit. And he's out in the shit, too. He is in the rain and the mud and the bad games, and it doesn't matter. And he's just there. Um, cool. Network error. What the hell happened there? I still yeah. see ya. Meh. Whatever. We'll find it. We're good. We're fine. Episode 200 seems to have just about a little bit of everything in it. It's got Surprise Garner, which is like, that guy's great. And I'm, I'm sad that I didn't get to chat with him more because I really enjoy talking with Garner. Like, it's got technical errors. It's got overcoming problems. It's got Will throwing weird stuff at you, which is like the norm. Yeah. Um, this is awesome, man. I'm having a great time. And I hope the viewers are having a great time, too, watching this. This has been a, a fun time to have. Fire! All three of them. So... <laughs> But no, man, you see what? This podcast on a whole, let's, let's, can we talk some numbers? Can we do 200, little 200 by the numbers? I'm sure you have a graphic prepared. Um, yeah, absolutely. No, I will tell you the numbers, no. though. Give me two seconds. Yeah, Let me so get to my like, analytics. So like in 200 episodes, Brad, let's do some napkin math together. And can we just like talk about your show? If you can insist, yes. For a second here. Yeah, so, let's so do it. How many viewers, let's say in a week, when we do the show, we usually see, when I'm with you, we see what, between 25 to 250 viewers during the show. Yep. And then we see about, what, 1,000 to 2,000 views in the week following the show? Yes. Okay, so 200 shows, 2,000 views per show. Yeah. Like, that's a, that's a heck of a lot of lives you've touched there, man. Like, in a, just in a, in a weird, maybe it's an emo way, or maybe it's terrible for a society. I haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> but, like, that, that's super cool. And so, like, you're talking about paintball. How many guests? Like, you got a guest a week, right? if not i would say on average like if you averaged it all out i would say a guest a guest every other week so like a hundred and change guests or so then give or take yeah whether yeah a hundred a hundred guests not necessarily all individual like a hundred different guests but i would definitely say that i've had a hundred plus times probably more than a hundred times i've had somebody on this show talking about whatever they are working on or passionate about there you go there you go and then and then a couple of co-hosts you've had me a few times you've had tuna a few times yep guardian for a while yep nightmare was one of the ogs oh my goodness love that guy his radio voice yeah yeah he's got a face for radio i tell you yeah so So you're rocking like 
five of those. That's sweet. Yep. Man. And then so, and you've been, what, how many provinces? You've gone live from here. You've definitely done D-Day and such in Ontario. What else you got? How many provinces you hit as Maritime Millston when you have the, or Maritime Paintball Podcast? I've done New Brunswick, Nova Scotia, PEI. Quebec. That's basically like one province, though. Yeah, I haven't done Quebec officially yet. I've gone through Quebec. I just haven't stopped. Um, Okay, so Mirabelle, Bigfoot, like, we've got to hit some of these. That's the plan. Probably not 2019, but 2020, Bigfoot for sure. And uh, I've done D-Day. Let me see. D-Day, Georgina, uh, DEFCON, PRZ. I'm sure there's one I'm forgetting. Yeah, you play ever play Raiders down in Kitchener? No, nope, never been, haven't been to haven't been to Raiders yet. Hopefully, making it this year. Yeah, man, that's crazy. So you just been all over, and like like mm-hmm. Pinball's really kind of opened up some cool doors. That's like how I met you. I mean, there's some some neat stuff. Yep. Like, yep. you know, there are a couple of people maybe that you've met through the podcast that like you wouldn't have met otherwise. Absolutely, uh, this podcast pretty much opened up all of my connections. <laughs> um. The, uh, some of the cooler ones are like, I've got, I've got buddies in California now because of traveling to California to play, play, play paintball and North Carolina was really neat. Um, nearly killed me, but it was really neat. And then, yeah, just the, the, the amount of people I've met through this podcast and, and just, but it's, and People not even involved in the sport of paintball. Uh, Jay Back of Tactical 74, who he runs, essentially it's the Amazon for veterans. It's the idea that, you know, some veterans, they really, they, they tackle their PTSD or any, any other uh, 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 situations they may be in by typically by working with their hands and focusing on something. So they, he's got one gentleman who does flies. He just makes, he makes fishing flies. And so Jay sells them for him on his behalf and, and he, Jay only keeps 5% of every sale and that's basically to run the website. And he's got several people. Like I never would have met somebody like him if it wasn't for paintball taking me to Honey Badger um, where I met Jay. You know? Honey Badger, um, which is now Wolverine, which is now supported by former guests on the show, Dick Garner from DEF CON. That's yeah. super awesome deal that he's doing. And like, I don't know, pre-order, pre-order, pre-order those like 700 first strikes. 600. Like, oh, excuse me. What? 600 for how much? For like $110. Yeah, it's oh, nuts. Jesus. It's nuts. Dude, I run. 600, 500. I forget now. I'm going to pick that up. <laughs> muzzle load them all. Yeah, there you go. He's muzzle load. <laughs> oh, Just wait till I fill my hopper with first strikes. <clears throat> so yeah, it's, it's wild. The podcast has been nuts. Um, it's like starting this thing with with basically a uh, Turtle Beach headset, some sketchy ass software, and Skype. Like that's how I started. And uh, back in the day, this used to be this show used to be hosted on the same website as Behind the Bunker. So it was re- um, it, it's a website called Podomatic. They're basically just a podcast oh, hosting I website. You were like- talking about some sort of really awesome like we used to be the same company and now we're we're opposing podcasts on Tuesdays. no 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 i couldn't keep up with those guys not yet not yet but i i can't keep up with those guys 
But uh, it's it was fun back in the day on Podomatic, and I might even go back to Podomatic just for this reason because they have a subcategory called outdoor sports, and that's where paintball like kind of resides, right? And it would show you the top six podcasts by downloads or streams, and constantly this podcast and behind the bunker would constantly just be going back and forth. Oh, that's so fun! And it was just a ton of fun. It didn't take into account Facebook Live videos or YouTube Live videos. It simply took into account how many people downloaded or streamed your podcast after it aired. So it was a ton of fun to watch. Like, even if it was just for like a day where my podcast was like number two and theirs was number three. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. And then the rest of the month, uh, they're like number one and I'm number five. Like it was like, but (laughs) I had my 15 minutes of fame, damn it. Um, I might, you know, I really might actually go back to Potomatic. But we'll see. Um, Sam Pep, he's worried that he's late. Don't worry about it, because we're probably going to go for a little longer than we normally would, because it's episode 200. Throw it in the fire! Throw it in the fire! We'll just put another log on, Brad, just for you. We we actually have some some special guests here tonight on our side. We have uh, Roland Miller from the Punishers, Mark Paintball, and the OPPA here to join us. He's uh, he's helping out with the fire. He's been chopping wood in the background. How you doing, bud? Good, yourself? Not too bad. Rollins is going to be helping me out with Players First Step as well up here in the Ottawa area, so we're super Ballin. excited to have him as part of the team, man. It, it's really awesome to be working with ballers and uh, and work with the community up here. This guy's been doing awesome stuff with the Punishers, so I'm, I'm really glad he's here with us. And uh, Josh Stanley, who you know from SAS Ottawa, also known as SAS Ottawa Crash, and uh, the OPPA, and Commando Paintball. So he's he's rocking out with us too, so I just wanted to make sure we had good representation. And Absolutely. And Commando in the OPPA and Josh. And our chief fire engineer as well. (laughs) Chief fire engineer. That's awesome. Um, Yeah, like this. Man, 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 man. You got me thinking back to like highlights. Um, I've got, hold on. I'm going to fire up another photo for those at home to see if you didn't know what it looked like day one. When we launched this thing live, it was something else. That's for sure. I'm I'm loving this right now as we're like reminiscing through what it was. And the only, I have one sentence that you told me, you actually didn't tell me, you said it on the podcast. And as a devout fan, I have like written this down on the inside of my eyelids because it's so important. Is that you said it doesn't matter if anyone watches, you will just broadcast out into the dark. Yep. Whether anyone is on the other end, I will talk into the abyss that is the internet. Uh, you know what, man? You don't have to. 200 in, and it's just, it probably is an amazing feeling to know you have fans that are coming back. You know, we talked about the numbers of the other stuff, too. Probably should thank Justin and the other Patreon supporters. Justin's my favorite one. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I haven't forgotten about you, by Justin. These fine um, folks, they're up on the screen. Mary, Ryan, Sizzle, Dave, Sage, Jeffrey, Alex, Dr. Rush, Tony, and Justin. Justin. Fantastic. Fantastic human beings. Uh, These folks are the ones making... They're honest to God. They're actually keeping this light on right in front of me. If they stop, that light will go out. And... Like Tinkerbell, like Justin's yeah. like clapping yeah. to keep you going. Yeah, I have, I have a, a very specific. I had a separate power line dropped into my house that runs exclusively to this light, and I pay the bill like, with what, Patreon. 
when like, you find out that Justin's your neighbor and you just have an extension cord over <laughs> to his house to run it. Maybe. Maybe that'll be an option. That'll be the that'll be the zero dollar option on Patreon if they ever let me do it. It'll just be like, let me run an extension cord to your house. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'll provide the extension cord. Yeah, that's it. It ends up costing you way more than you saved in power. Right, yeah. I wonder what four hundred kilometers of copper line is gonna cost me. <laughs> right. The mental image of where your next closest neighbor is to me now, don't correct it. You live 400 kilometers from civilization. <laughs> like a guy with a beard on a hill. 400 kilometers is like a like width of his province. It's like, it's like you, and then like 400 kilometers away is Matt Gill Paintball. Like that's the closest beacon yeah, of civilization. Yeah. I actually have like a 60-foot cell tower with a single dish on it, broadcasting like pirate internet radio. It's just got the Maritime Paintball Podcast logo on it. Like it's just, that's your transmitter dish. Oh, oh perfect. Oh, perfect. Okay. Oh, that's awesome. My favorite is so Brandon Dooley. I, I, had a, I had a chuckle about this. I'm pretty sure I found this podcast by mistake, but I'm so happy I did. It's it's customer engagement and retention like this that keeps them coming back. Doesn't matter Absolutely. how you fall into the trap, paintball's got you now. Absolutely. That and the fact that people didn't leave me when the podcast looked like this nonsense. <laughs> It's like, funny because it's like slowly get like we're watching the feed as well, and for us it's a little bit behind. So you're like this nonsense. We look down and it's our faces looking back, which is just a wonderful thing. So I really hope to our viewers out there that there's actually something on the screen. It it does it does take some time. There's a there's a lag. You should see it on your screen now. Smirnoff is at home. I did not bring any. Josh Whitaker, we're in the comments now. John's here from Cincinnati, Ohio. How you doing, Ohio? Cincinnati. That is that feels like a city I have to visit. I feel like I need to go to Cincinnati just to say I'm like I got to catch the 615 to Cincinnati or something like that needs to happen. Trench and like look forlorn. Do it for paintball. Be like I got to go. Cincinnati paintball needs me. Like who's there? Like command bros meet you at the station? Like I don't know. They're nowhere near Cincinnati. That's Pennsylvania, not Ohio. Drew Carey meets you at the station. Who else is from Ohio? We'll we'll find somebody to meet me there, but they have to like. This is where I need to get a Nola Gay to help me because trains don't do this anymore. They don't billow steam out the side of them anymore to get the dramatic effect. Just constantly pulling wires. <laughs> just <laughs> just popular broadcast host Bradley O'Dell arrested for terrorism while lighting up fireworks on a train in Cincinnati, Ohio. I'm just gonna walk down. Just gonna walk down the length. Just walk the length of the. Uh, <laughs> the length of the train handing out like white Enola Gay smokes. Don't ask. Just pull when I say so. Don't ask. Just pull when I say so. <laughs> but yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, but yeah. The, uh, yeah, the places I've been and the places I plan to go with this podcast. Like I, when I started this, I had no concept of what I was doing. And the fact that I now host a live show once a week is mind blowing. Oh, you're keeping it going too. Like I find them interesting. I think you're, you're doing good at keeping the, the topics changed up. I was really a big fan of the switch from uh Milsim into paintball as a whole. Although there's still, you know, a strong Milsim vibe. That's okay though. That Yeah. Well, coming from a speedballer, it must be true. Right. Like yeah. it's, that's the thing is like my, my, my heart will belong to the, to the scenario Cincinnati, ball, the Ohio. mag fit ball. Um, oh, mag fit, yeah. Beards and pull pins. 
Oh my god, I know what I'm doing at D-Day. Okay. I don't know how we're going to do this. It's funny because the guy that said that is Zach Joseph, who has perhaps the second most majestic beard. Like, rivals Blackbeard the pirate levels of darkness and, like, just bushiness. Right, so that's what I'm thinking. So Enola Gay makes those, like, itty-bitty little smokes, right? Yeah. How hot do they get? Extremely. They're fire. Fire! Cold burn is a marketing term for burning, burning. What I'm saying is, I wonder if I can rig it to my beard somehow. Brad, no, we're getting a bottle of water now. ready. <laughs> the fire's really getting us joining this the shot. I love it. <laughs> um, Thank you, Emily and Roland. Roland, Roland, Ronan, Ronan, like a soldier, like a, like a samurai, like a samurai Ronin. master. Boom. Speaking of that, Samurai without a master, as he's going to grab that, Jeff Hamilton, Fight for Asylum Mates, coming up in less than seven sleeps. I'm going to be there starting Friday, and you've challenged me to a sword fight. Buddy, sword fights are not my type of thing. As, as Much like Brad, I have a, a mil-sim kind of flavor to my, my gaming as well. So I've chosen a champion, and my champion has chosen this giant katana. So with this, what's the kind? Are you aware that cold steel makes weapons that are four feet long? Because they do, and they're legal on the field. <laughs> and heavy. They're a little dense. Let's see this little brother here. And just in case, he's got like a little baby brother. Oh, Jesus. But, I'm so, so excited. I have a question for you, Brad, and for the viewers here. Is this paintball? I, I got challenged to do it as a general of a big game, and as a general of a big game, of course, I said yes. My question to you is, is this paintball? No! Answer or be destroyed. <clears throat> you and in the comments, and in the comments no. below. Wait, another question. If you get tagged by it, are you going to walk out or just be that guy that turns around and shoots them? Shoot them. No, I mean... Wow. It's just poor Thanks. Poor, poor, poor. Thanks, Will. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, no, I'm just kidding. But seriously, though, I'd like to see without... without influencing it too much with the viewership i'd like to understand what they think on it because i know a lot of guys that are really legitimate operators who are also running some pretty cool like cold steel weapons daggers whatever as a secondary how big is too big how much is too much when when do we cross the line out of paintball yeah we gotta back up a little bit <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so what is that? What do you think, Brad? What are the comments? What are they telling us? Uh, I'm seeing uh, somebody. Zach Joseph is just telling me that it's uh, tactical larping, and Brandon Dooley just says nope. Nope, nope. So we're saying no, not not paintball. That isn't paintball. Is it too larpy? What do you think about Bogdan? No. Why, why? Wait, wait. Do we need reasons or just yes or no? Uh, I don't know. Do we need reasons or is it just yes or no? Um. Uh, tonight. I don't. I don't think. <laughs> Are we still in frame? Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. Um, it's uh, it's. I, I don't think we need. Like, if they have their opinion and they don't want to give a reason for it, I'm not gonna force it. I would like to hear the reasoning because that just adds depth to the conversation. Um. Logan Hickey says, I have a knife, but fuck the sword. Uh, Brandon Dooley says, lightsabers, on the other hand, are okay. John Saywell, you have to put chalk on the edge and mark a vital part of the anatomy for an, for an elimination. Sam Pep is saying, paint the sword. Um, I... 
So, you're not, you're not, here, you gotta move on. No, I'm, I'm not in the frame, I'm okay. Though. Hey, yeah, you're fine. So, that's an interesting question. My plan with this is after this is done with Josh, I'm gonna put a giant orange pool noodle on this, and I'm just gonna have a, one of those like huge three inch diameter pool noodles running around, giant orange, can't miss it. Because, like, I feel, I feel like that's like, I feel like that's well, do you want to hit you know, me with it? Or no, maybe we get a shield and you hit it. No, I don't know. But can I give a shout out here? Um, special shout out there. Thanks to uh, Tactical Sports located in Barrie, Ontario, 62 Commerce Park Drive, Unit M in Barrie. Uh, they hooked me up with this cold steel and they actually had it in stock. So they got some pretty impressive stock of all this stuff there. So I was able to mess around and figure out if I wanted to be a samurai or a knight or a ninja um, or some sort of axe murderer or a guy in a jungle. Like there was all sorts of crazy stuff. So this is what I landed on because it's the furthest away from me. Samurais um, and ninjas use a different weapon usually. Ninjas use a ninjato. Samurais use a katana. And according to the comments, paintballers use paintball guns. Nerds. Lightsabers, on the other hand, are okay though. Huh. Julie, Julie, I got a big game for you, bud. What else we got here? Paint the sword. I'm slow to use the sword. I'm slow to use the sword too. And I like the idea of knife, knife kills so, with paint. Here's my thing. Question. Yeah. Okay. I like a little bit of fun here and there. Right? So, depending on the situation, I'm I'm potentially okay with it in certain circumstances. It would have to be it would have to be a small private game for me to be 100% comfortable with it. Yeah. Uh, so you there, wouldn't want to see like a thousand person big game with like just like ten guys with swords chasing down. Right, because it's and I and I this is sort of like this. I don't know how to put this logic into proper words. Let me put. So let me try it this way. I don't want some mall ninja jumping over a bunker and clocking me across the side of the head with his cold steel sword because he let the adrenaline get to him and then I have to kick the shit out of him. Or, or, yeah, or alert a referee. I mean, whatever. Whatever one comes first. Which, yeah, like, exactly. I can't see your eyes and with that beard. It's like, and then I'm going to bury him on the floor <laughs> in the hole that I already dug for the guy that I saw in the safe zone that had a sword. <laughs> like, like I'm really worried that. How many unmarked graves does Matt Hill Paintball have? Don't answer. <laughs> we pour a lot of concrete. So, yes. we... <laughs> Um, but that's, that's my legitimate worry. Now, like if somebody, uh, wants to run around and just sort of like tap with a knife, I'm, I'm pretty chill with that. I'm okay with that. It's the longer stuff. Like I, I am like like this, let's, let's call it what it is like this cheap, cheap device. Yeah. So, um, if, if you've got to touch me with it, I don't, I don't feel comfortable with somebody I don't know trying to touch me with something that long. <laughs> Emily, what do you think? Why do girls not play paintball? She's Kai. But no, that, that makes back. a lot of sense there because I, I think that I am on the exact same page as you. When I bought this thing, I bought it for the sword fight. It's kind of a one-time use thing for me. Playing around with it a little bit, while fun, I think we're, we've kind of worked we're a little bit out of the, the stream here. We've kind of gone from the the mainstream of where the main growth is. And I think we're, we're indulging this, but maybe can I, as I always seem to do, can I pull this back to a question about paintball as a whole? Yeah. 
Um, well, no, as we're, as we're moving into more of this stuff and with 3D printing becoming more prevalent and available, we're going to see more things like this hit the field, more uh, player creations, you know, stuff that is longer, weirder. While trying to stay inclusive and trying to not prohibit any sort of innovation, you know, how do we come to a, an understanding of, like, don't bring a sword that's this long to the field? Like, how do we make that the norm? Whereas, like, this guy, the tappet size that we've kind of mutually discussed here is okay. I feel like it'll probably bring up kind of the same idea with riot shields, how big games, you can't have a riot shield that exceeds the two feet by three feet at most big games. Okay. I see it being, like, it's going to come up with the swords, but, like, you can't have a sword longer than two feet. Today, so, like, a limit to the length. And limit like, to the length and size, yeah, okay. to the weapon that you want. Like, you see okay. people with the nerf axes, too. Is it I just think, length? I, I think weight should be, like, kind of there, too, because the cold steel one's like, this isn't super heavy. That's... This has a little, this has a little bit of... Like, a little bit of I wouldn't feel comfortable swinging this. No, but I would. I would take a pool noodle at a thousand percent for just for that resounding like as I smack somebody with it. And right, sure and that's the thing. Them. Like, like a pool noodle, like a, a loose pool noodle. If somebody came running at me with a pool noodle, I'd probably laugh too much to be able to get a shot off properly. But yeah. like, if they hit me with a pool noodle, it's gonna do very little damage. I'm just thinking like one in a million chance that maybe this dude runs at me swings that thing hits my mask it comes off and i take a shot between the eyes with no protection like that one in a million like probably happens, never gonna happen absolutely happens man yeah. right so it could be material as well like so the cold steel oh, definitely stuff. definitely i think definitely metal is out of the gates like, yeah, no real swords, Jeff Hamilton. Yeah, Jeff Hamilton. Like, um, I've seen that. I've seen people go on the fields with, like, Canadian military-issued, like, knives. Like, the shit that they're meant to mount onto uh, onto uh, C7s. Like a bayonet. Yeah, not, no thanks. That's right? a little much. So uh, right. To me, is that's the same thing as the giant sword. You've now progressed outside of the sport. Like, the sport, like, I'm a big fan of party paintball, which I think has a lot to do with Milton Magpa paintball. Where we start to see this, like, oh yeah, um, like party, like just hilarious nonsense. Yeah, right. Yeah, I I, think, I love hilarious I nonsense. Well, it plays into it. Like I was on a, a broadcast not too long ago at a commando, and somebody asked me if I was ready to face Optimus Prime. And like, that's a legitimate question in my life. And you know what? He's fighting on my team, so it's okay. <laughs> but the thing is, like, these guys are going out, and I don't know what Zach's building. I don't know what Optimus' new gear is going to look like. You know, I don't know what Jared Martel's next drone is going to be. But I know these guys are innovating in their own ways. And I don't want to stifle that at all. I want, nope. I want to promote that. I want that to be part of the party. But, like, how do we say without being a pooper that, like, okay, we've gone too far a little bit. Like, how do we pull it back without being the nerd? Here's a question. What about drones that shoot paintballs? Drones that shoot paintballs are fair game. What, do yep. you shoot them back? Yeah, if they shoot at me, I shoot them back. Also, yeah, because it would be blind fire. Yeah. Somebody operating. So I'm talking just drone, like I fly in a drone, taking photos. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, that's fun. But like, I don't want to say no drones. But on the other hand, I don't want to see a paintball drone. Like it's such a yeah. weird, you yeah. know. It's expensive. Yeah. Um, I think I think the way it works is I think it needs to be slowly implemented. If you're gonna do something super out of the norm, like you're gonna innovate and create this amazing new let's say flying drone that shoots paintballs if you figure out a way to to make that work properly which would be absolutely amazing 
um, do not debut it at a thousand player game. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, I think that's the only real rule that you need to put in that won't stifle the creation, but it also keeps the masses from immediately just saying no, never again. If you're going to try it, do it just in your backyard, put it on YouTube, let people see it, let people share it. And then, you know, hold a private game or, or, you know, just do some outlaw paintballs, do some backyard paintball and just, you know, a group of 10, 15, 20, 30 of you and just be like, okay, I'm going to try out this drone. Let's see how it works. And if it works out great, awesome. That's cool. Um, and then yep. scale it up slowly, right? No matter what you're building, unless it's something that is easy for the refs to, to look after, scale it up slowly. Cause that's my biggest worry is like, refs spend so much time being like, okay, I'm going to, I have to ref regular paintball. And then suddenly this dude shows up with, he's like, I'm just going to play with two swords. Yeah. Or even just like the player that shows up, who's just like, I'm Deadpool. I'm going to use only two swords and that's it. And it's like, fuck. All right. Now I got to watch for this. You know, his name is Andrew Buck and he's awesome. Okay. (laughs) That's what I meant, but you get what I'm saying. He puts the Deadpool mask on and he does the eye paint in from the mask to the eyes like Batman, bro. Like this guy has Val Kilmer levels of dedication. That's awesome. He's my Batman. Gordo. So I called Gordo today because he lives like right around. Gordon Esterbrook, Sons of Anarchy up the road. Sons of Anarchy. Gordon Esterbrooks was going to come today, but it's his birthday or sometime this week. Yeah, sometime this week is his birthday. So he can be here. He's the people that mean more Logan Hickey had a good comment regarding the swords I just want to touch on it before we move on scratches the new lens I agree I think that you know I could see this thing getting roughed up at the end or something yeah, yeah. I'm gonna probably round that off and if I show up to a game like again let's say like D-Day with a thousand twelve hundred players and I've bought a brand new lens because I plan to be out the entire day and then you scratch my brand new lens because you've got a four and a half foot, five foot sword on a paintball field. There is heavy equipment and I am vaguely aware of how to use it. No, like, I, I get it, man. Like, and I, I would be upset as well. Like I, I think I've had that happen to me one time and I, I made a joke of it. Um, brand new lens, brand new gear, brand new, actually bandolier and about 400 bucks of HSGI tacos from uh, our friend Tom over at Ripple. And Connor Reed, SAS SCAR member Connor Reed, decided to call me in as a general of a big game and it was actually a trap he detonated a paint grenade a big boy stank paint grenade oh. on me my lens my new gear and all my tacos fabric tacos it was the most simultaneously the most upsetting and humbling experience <laughs> of my entire life and i'll tell you my I, I love that kid he taught me something that day about how it doesn't really matter to that like the fashion bit sorry um but fashion second second, that's why it's not first but i'll tell you man that is a it's an experience i think that that anybody wouldn't appreciate is having something especially when you have your gear you've built your persona you have yourself out on the field you step out there and now it's got this weird little scratch in it forever because somebody needed to be extra ninja not just regular ninja right yeah and that's the thing like i'm not if somebody wants to go through the field. Like, let's say somebody has got that little sword there, the little, whatever the hell it's called. And oh, very special. Katana. This is done. What's that? Done. This is the one scash. Yeah. Write that down. Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. So little one, <laughs> right? So let's say somebody has got a little one and they all they want to do is they just like pull it out of the 
sheathed off their back or some nonsense and they look real badass holding it and they're firing a tipex at everything that runs by i'm all for that just because you're gonna look fucking cool in a photo that and you're gonna be a really cool target to shoot at but it's it like i've got no problem with the props being on the field it's when the props start getting used as the primary that's more i draw the line like um there was a really I think that's an incredibly important point. Yeah. Would you say to play in a paintball game, a big game, or any game, that you should have a paintball marker as a primary? Something that something what that shoots. That, that's the innovation. Slingshot? The innovation we're worrying about now is slingshots, blowguns. I don't. Airbows count. Airbows are cool. Airbows could be chronoed. <laughs> yeah, true. Slingshots. So. I mean, by the by the the band can you can get different strengths of band, but I don't think anybody puts that much time in. We all just go to Canadian time. It's true. If somebody wants to rip a, a, a slingshot, like I highly doubt I'm going to have to worry about them getting a, a paintball to move at 400 feet per second with a slingshot. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's a lot of dedication for a slingshot. Um, and if somebody wants to use an airbow, well, then they'd have to modify their mask because their, their mouth is going to be exposed and I'm going to shoot them in the teeth. But the ref Dan Gardner. Alex suits all McLeod did an episode. It doesn't suck. And I think he concluded that, it not sucked. spoiler alert, it sucked. But there was like a weird tube extension that went under your chin. So so you're telling me it looked like a uh, clarinet? You looked like you, were oh, one, yes. you looked like you were one of the cantina band members from Star Wars. <laughs> uh, yeah, with that <laughs> weird mouthpiece going into your alien head. <laughs> <laughs> so like, your aim was like you had to aim like your first person shooter in the camera somewhere between your shoulders like there was no <laughs> way to actually be accurate so okay yeah like that's it's <laughs> so that, always <laughs> the the idea is i i i want if i'm going toe-to-toe with somebody in a big game now that like I mean like I said, if it's a small game, if somebody called me up and they were like, "Bro, we're doing a small like let's say SAS or OPPA, and we're doing like we're a small 40, 50 people, a small two thousand member organization like OPPA." Well, you know whatever, you know small, and you know it's just we're gonna have fun, you know, no rules other than like you know don't kill anybody. Um, I'm gonna be like, okay, I'm gonna you're out when you feel out, right. So I would be like, okay, cool. Let's do this. Let's rock that. Like, I want to see some cool shit. Let's see some hilarious stuff happen. Um, there's a photo of me. Uh, Nightmare actually extracted it from one of his videos because we were on a paintball field and we found a sledgehammer, which was really fun. Um, because like a, in, like, a, like a real steel one? Yeah, like an eight-pound head, like eight-pound sledgehammer. Oh, wow. That's not going to knock your mask off. I'll kill guys. No. So I picked it up, and I looked like a really unfit Thor. So... <laughs> with a tiny hammer like giant thor with yeah exactly and i was just like this is really hilarious like how funny would it be to to like and then everyone's just like bro you gotta get a hammer for the field i'm like yeah no like i'm just <laughs> yeah right as hilarious as it would be to go onto the field with my beard like you know the massive like thor beard and a hammer i just feel like nah, you know it's kind of over and overdone especially with the show vikings it's just like god they just they killed it so, um, absolutely. Vikings are over. It's been declared 2019. If I see a Viking on the field, good thing my call sign is Odin. Well, you know, yeah, things to know. Like the enemy general, your call sign is Odin. Thanks, bud. Mine was crash because I always like not because well, I crashed a car, but like, 
after every event, I kind of like get in the car and it's like, oh, I like that. Yeah, that's Love it. Supposed to be that crash, but yeah. Yeah, my Murray will say it's because I played hide and go seek in the ditch in the vault of minivan. Hide and go seek in the ditch. Yeah. That's just hiding. Yeah, no, I drank. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I just, I think, uh, yeah, I just, I think it all depends on the situation, but if we're talking big games or let's refer to that public games, uh, yeah. OPPA only has the one style of game. We only support one type of paintball and that's the insured kind. Right. Like just keep the, like keep the shenanigans at, at the private events. Yeah, like, you know? like after this podcast tonight, I'll be using my Metadyne Havoc Launcher to shoot giant marshmallows across the yard. I'll have mask on. So just so you guys know. Yeah, also, oh, there's a question for you. So the Metadyne, I'm really afraid of shooting somebody with a Nerf football. It hurts. Can I use, <laughs> can I use Chrono Down Marshmallows at the field as legal ammo instead? Like if I shot you at like 150 FPS with a marshmallow? Only if you immediately follow it up with graham crackers and chocolate. Oh my god! I'm so sorry. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna so shoot. sorry. Here's a chocolate. I'm gonna shoot you a D-Day, and then when you call, I'll go stay puffed. And then you're just like that's like that's the line. At that point, you just walk off the field because you got yeah. you got shot by Marshmallow. Call the Ghostbusters. Marshmallow man. Wait, 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 wait. Are you ill? Because it technically you didn't blow up. Yeah, but no breaks. No yeah, breaks. no breaks. Like, real tough. To break yeah, it's work. technically a bounce. Yeah, technically. You'll you see it. I'm going live this weekend. Wait, You'll see that, me Sunday from uh, I'm going on Easter like from Commando. Nice. Hashtag delicious. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll do a live video, and depending on the chronograph, I will let him. Yeah, we'll chrono it down because I may or may not have shot a bazooka ball at the end of my Metadyne launcher at my head wrap Cody Karras. Dave did that to me last couple weeks ago, too. Yeah, they come out real quick. They, they may come out at like 190. And you don't expect a bazooka ball, which is like typically a non-chronoable because it's so slow, low impact device to just do much. But they really fire. They hurt. Yeah. Okay. So what you're going to do is you're going to take some like paper towel or, or tissue paper and stuff it down in. And then like, like I don't know, 10, 15 paintballs and then some more tissue paper and just poof, and just fire like full like scatter shot rounds. Oh, yeah. Well, to clarify something like that. To clarify uh, marshmallow. It's not the regular size ones, or like the ones you put in your hot chocolate. It's the oh, ones okay. that are like the size of your fist, like for camping. Yeah. Yeah. So this is like softball, I guess. That's fine as long as you follow it up with like large graham crackers and some Hershey's chocolate. Man, I'm set. Like you just smore yeah, me on I'm the field. Do that. Like, like you're gonna see me at the field, and I'm just gonna tag you in a photo this weekend. So watch Insta. Here it comes. Okay. Awesome. What you also need to do, and we're gonna do this at D Day. I don't know how we're gonna do it. We're gonna find a way. We're gonna so at the campfire, we're gonna make s'mores, right? And then yep. we're going to find a way to wrap them in something, probably like paper towel, to fit them in the tube. And then we're going to launch s'mores. Yeah, we're going to launch s'mores at people. It's going to be like the most delicious t-shirt gun of all of all time. Like, I like it. I, brought up it. I like where we're going with this. I like where we started with this. Yeah. Right? Right? Like, and then and then when you hit somebody, if you hit... Okay, so yeah, if you hit them with a marshmallow, you yell out, stay puffed. If you hit them with a s'more, you'd be like, you want s'more? Like, <laughs> oh, I love it. Once more. Oh, I got it. I got that. That took a second. Shout out to Matt Stock from Mean Tactical Paintball. Uh, he's kind of like me, where big games are all about the hot dogs and marshmallows. And right. he's also like me, and unlike Josh Stanley, where he's just an absolute terrible cook. So, speaking of like gimmicks and whatnot, right? So, we were talking about like the. Yeah. the uh... Tell me about gimmicks, Brad. <laughs> so. 
Speaking, of, somebody mentioned Blunderbust. Who was it? I can't see the name. Um, Zach Joseph says Blunderbust. But are you like Sellsword? Sellsword Paintball out of out of I think New Zealand or Australia, one of the two. Is that where they're from? Yeah, that's why shit's so expensive because they got to ship well, it from Australia. Well, and uh, operating paintball in Australia is tough stuff. They got some really strict gun so, regulations right? there yes. that, that cover they cover paintball markers. I was yeah. playing with an Aussie the other day, and it costs like. $1,800 for stock A5, and they don't typically allow A5 markers, like Milstrom style markers. They, you're more likely to get a CS2 over there because it doesn't look like a real gun. Yeah, that's their thing, is they're really big on, on like Milsim because they have, they had a mass shooting in the 80s, and then they just like, they went full ham on the anti gun laws. So shout out to the guy shooting the eighteen hundred dollar A five. Right. The Australian government thanks you for the taxes. So oh shoot, my card. Um but Sellsword of Australia, he makes flintlock pistol paintball guns. Okay. They're all 3D printed, and you actually have to like you like fire the shot, boom, and then you've got to like cock it back, put a paintball down the down the barrel, and then you can fire again. Uh like it's pretty epic shit. So that is that kind of like that Umarex double barrel select fire same, shotgun, right? Yeah, same idea except it looks like a cartoon like like Pirates of the Caribbean like flintlock pistol. I love oh, that. I, see that. I, see. I love it. Right. They also came up with the ballistic pen uh, the ballistic uh knife, 3D printed ballistic that. knife. Utilized goblin deuce shells. Yeah. That's brilliant, by the way. Absolutely brilliant. Goblin deuce. Yeah. Charge CF2. Yep. But yeah, it was great. So there needs to be, like, I love that stuff. I love the the gimmicky fun stuff. I just, you know, I I just, I want to see more. I want to see more innovation in the paintball marker world and less, less like, how much can I bend the rules to bring shit onto the field? So topic concluded. Give me a marker or give me death. Yeah. Give me a minigun. I've been waiting so long for somebody to actually properly produce and show me a fully functioning paintball minigun that isn't. I have so much. It on this. So I, I can't, I can't so... tell you anything about this, but let's just say on D-Day, we'll have uh, someone there will have a, oh, mecha- a mechanical version, and someone there might have an electric version of exactly what you're talking about. Multiple barrels. Can't say anything. Can't say more. I've had a couple of people message me and like go so far as to use the secret messenger, which is, I think, just like. It deletes it. Like, it, right de- it delete it? It's like a Snapchat. Of it's messenger. it's also a end to end encryption where you share a key between the two of you and no one else has access to it. It's pretty locked down shit. Yeah. So this guy WikiLeaks me his picture <laughs> and they're on. No, sorry. Too soon. The son just got arrested. It's too soon. That's fine. He was an asshole. So I just don't know how that was. It the the, the um, what embassy was he in? I don't know how you put up Ecuadorian with a for that long. Oscar Wilde said house guests like fish think after three days, and like this guy was living there for three years. Yeah, he was he was in the Ecuadorian, and I think they were just Ecuador. doing it to stick it to the United States for as long as physically possible. Wow. Yeah. You really got us there, guys. Way to go. <laughs> No, it was like, I was, thanks, Josh. Josh, keep me grounded, reminding me I'm not American, as if my plaid shirt wasn't enough. And you're in front of a campfire. 
Cooking marshmallows. Doing good. Doing good. <laughs> yeah, cook that marshmallow up right. Put that culinary training to work. Like the amount of time it's going to take before we shoot a flaming marshmallow, like I'm, I'm really feeling bad about it. Like Game of Thrones has just poisoned my brain. Mm, right? You had more of that gel. We could have like, See? I could have held like a fire and you could have shot it. This is why we go only at insured places. These right, people exactly. Yeah. But I love the idea. So we're going to have a party and we're going to shoot flaming marshmallows at each other. Friday before D-Day, isn't it? All right, pool party it is. Pool, pool party. party. Pool party in case you get burned, jump in the water. Problem solved. Yeah, man. Well, all right. Well, I think I think it's about time that we, yep. we turn in. But what we got coming up from the Ontario side, eight days is fight for asylum. Coming up very soon after that, you're going to see D-Day in July. There's a ton going on between then. OPPA uh, for Asylum is going to be releasing a content calendar. So we're going to have all the big games for the rest of the year going into early 2020. And uh, next year, having that out before Christmas for 2020. Love it. So Fields, get your schedules planned. We're putting you as players to Fields on notice that we expect our big games to be able to be scheduled around. So uh, starting in 2020, yeah, let, let's keep it professional. I'm not going to. Okay. <laughs> Um, but outside of that, guys, it's been amazing to, to just be here. Brad, congratulations on 200 phenomenal episodes, like 400,000 people you've reached in your audience, hundreds of guests. Justin, you've met Justin through this. And uh, it's just been awesome to be part of just the small part of what you guys are doing, what you're doing uh, to drive paintball forward. And uh, I sincerely hope that at no point throughout your entire broadcast career are you ever shouting into the void. I'll be there listening, bud. If I wasn't wearing glasses, you would see me welling up with tears. So, yes, to all of that. Sorry, I'm being distracted. I was sent a message that says, shh, and I can't tell you what it is of, but it's something cool. I know who sent that to you, and I know exactly is what it is. Is it Garner or Nightmare or some? I know somebody just, you just got encrypted message, didn't you? Yep. Give so, right now. With, <laughs> with that, uh, no, absolutely. Thank you so much for coming on and for, you know, bringing me to, to your campfire, um, <laughs> even virtually. Yeah, well, b- before you go, this is Ref Hut. I don't know if you can see it back here. Dude, it's like but a rave party. It, Ref Hut is, and uh, this is this is kind of my personal thing, but this is my house. This is Ref Hut. This is for paintballers. This is for D-Day. But uh, if you ever guys are up this way, you want to crash, you want somewhere to play. My yard's always open. Pitch your tent. You can use my bathroom. It's all right. And uh, we're definitely going to have some fun up here um, around D-Day, around the summer. But, yeah, like, paintballers are growing up. Millennials have actual places now. We got cars again, which means we can buy paintball stuff. So there's going to be some cool stuff happening from the sport 2019-2020. I'm excited. I hope you guys are too. Yeah. All right, folks, we're out here. Thank you so much for anyone who stuck around commenting, chatting with us for episode 200. So here's to many, many more episodes. I don't plan on going anywhere anytime soon. And if I ever have that down feeling of just like, I don't want to go on, I'll message William and he'll kick the shit out of me. So with that, let that smile. Jesus Christ. So, Is, that the sun? Is it the sun? No, it's the sun. <laughs> so we're out of here. Um, keep an eye out. We're going to be going live uh, over the weekend. Hopefully I will be at Mersey Road. For the unofficial, official opening of the paintball season in the Maritimes. Hopefully it doesn't get rained out. Huh. Uh, can't wait. Very excited. Long drive. Lots of ti- uh, of live video will be had. Um, and uh, yeah, definitely tune in next week as we have another announcement. 
uh, to make. And uh, very excited for that one. We have the exclusive story on something that is happening in the world. Um, Not that I know. I have no idea. It's really cool, though. (laughs) It's like the best, worst kept secret in the world. So uh, super pumped. I'm out of here. Thank you so much. Until next week. Cheers.